0: And good morning, everyone. Here we go, another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. So happy you are with us. I'm Steve Cashel. I'm the Chicago Bulls radio host, joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole. He is an orthopedic surgeon for Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls, and one of the team physicians with the Chicago White Sox. Our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com to access prior shows, interviews, valuable resources on sports, injury, and fitness, Go to the new blog at smwhome.net or sportsmedicineweekly.com. Dr. Cole, how are you on this Saturday morning?
1: Doing great, Steve. It's amazing that we're almost to the end of December. Yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. And it you really guys is. have been busy. and We talked about that last week, yeah. right? Yeah. This is a total blur. This month has been a complete blur for me just because, I mean, I'm working a lot. You know, it's been, uh, uh, we were doing surgery basically four days a week, Saturdays, just to help get people in. I, you know, it's a, it's a sur- deciding to have surgery is a very big deal, and it's v- inconvenient on top of it. So people are off work. They get vacation. Kids coming home from college are off for high school breaks, um, all an important time. If you've got to get something done, this is a great time to do it. So... You know, and I always feel badly if I can't, you know, deliver when someone comes in. They're like, I'd like to get it done now. I'm like, oh. I walk up to my second, walk up to Samantha Valley. I'm like, I've got another one. You know, you can squeeze them in and they kind of roll their eyes. And they're like, you just asked that the last five times. You know? Yeah, exactly. There's only so much they can do. But, I, you know, you, I really, need, I want to help these people and I want to get them back. And I completely, I'm very sensitive to the fact that now they have their time off. They want to get it done. You know, you can imagine.
0: I've heard some good things about MOR, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. You guys are growing. I live in Naperville and yep. you're bringing out an MOR to Naperville.
1: Naperville is far, dude. I <laughs> 35 looked, miles yeah, to our that studio is, down, yeah. that's down here. So On a Saturday a,
0: morning, it's not a bad ride. When I go home from the Bulls, not a bad ride. But coming in it's to be brutal. do a Bulls game, it could be two hours. So yeah. we got to talk
1: to Michael, see if we can get you the helicopter, because uh, <laughs> that is really rough. I'm so
0: used to it. I've been doing it since 1991, traveling. Yeah, well, I haven't you. lived in Naperville that long, but... Uh, but no, you're bringing up yeah. Midwest North Peaks to Rush, that's great. Yeah, so
1: we're uh, opening, uh, we're gonna be opening about mid-year, I believe. It'll That'll be the timeline in Naperville, which is really good for us because we have a large Western suburban presence and they're driving into the city like you and it'd be nice to be able to be out there for them and we'll be—we're hiring more physicians that will service that. That are you know equally excellent. They're into teaching, research, academics, and they're great clinicians and they have great training. Um, we're hiring another sports person, another hand person, another joint person, and so forth. And then we have uh, the Rush Orthopedic Building in um, Oakbrook, which is uh, opening now uh, at the end of December, uh, and. That's a beautiful facility off York Road in Oak Brook. That's the first presence that Rush has had in Oak Brook. And it's a 100,000 square foot building. Um, it's, the first floor is basically Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. The second floor is Rush Physicians and Specialists. And the third floor is a surgical center on the entire floor. And we have a sports performance center there where we will emphasize uh, training, research, therapy, injury prevention, recovery, After shoulder surgery and our pitchers and our after shoulder and elbow surgery, I should say, uh, after knee surgery, we're working on programming to prevent injury and to more rapidly get people back to play. We have a gait analysis lab there. We have a video analysis where we can look at throwing mechanics and gait and so forth. So it's a very high tech facility that uh, is helping bring us to the next level that we're really excited. This has been five years in the making and uh, we've just opened. So that we now have presence in Oakbrook, which is great for our patient base. Are you going to go between all the yeah, different so uh, facilities? Yeah, it's hard for me because I, you know, I want this is something I've, I've I've been very involved with. It's a really beautiful site, and so it's what it does do is it splits my time. So I'll be doing surgery there two or three times a month, um, and I will be seeing patients there twice a month. I'm going to split it with my Oak Park office um, just to you know make it easier for patients to get to us. But you know, adding drive time adds inefficiency. And you know, we live in the, in the opposite of you. We live in the city. Uh, but it's okay. I mean, I think uh, it'll be kind of nice to have a little change of pace.
0: Easier parking out there. Welcome yeah, to the for suburbs. Sure, yeah. There you go. A little there easier. Better air too. Yeah. This is. <laughs> I may be doing a little bit of Uber. All right, Doctor Cole, I want to uh, reference an article I saw here. It was. This is either in the Baton Rouge or some New Orleans uh, paper called the Advocate, and the title of the story is "LSU ACL Study Aims to Advance Sports Medicine into New Era." This is a big deal. Dr. Cole, what they're stating is that um, in the 1990s, physicians across the United States had standardized cutting out the middle third of the patella tendon, which stretches from the kneecap to the tibia, and using it to replace the ACL. But then uh, LSU coach Nick Saban, who was their coach many years ago, suggested an alternative back then, saying that when he was at Michigan State, a player had recovered much quicker because the surgeon had used hamstring tendons to replace the ACL instead. So all of a sudden, uh, the LSU doctors are doing this, and they are raving about it. Yeah. Well, how do we take an article like this?
1: Uh, with a grain of salt. How's okay. that? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had the opportunity to respond, but I'll, this is the, to the article itself, you know, in writing, Yeah. but I'll just tell you, this is my feelings. If We've published this. If you go around the country and ask physicians who take care of high-level athletes in the NBA, the NFL, and MS LS, 85% we use the patella tendon. That's the central third of the patella tendon, right in the middle of your to knee. To repair the ACL? To, to reconstruct the ACL okay. as a replacement. And the reason people started looking at hamstrings initially was because there was this belief that the incidence of pain in the front of the knee after surgery was higher with patella tendon grafts. But we've been doing basketball players for years and the incidence of anterior knee, I would never do it in a basketball player if it would predictably lead to anterior knee pain, right? So we've had tremendous modifications that lead to our ability to use a patellar tendon graft, which is generally at least, as, the, the, the reason it's good is we can always predict the size. The problem with the hamstring is that we don't always get a big graft and it's a smaller graft. So and there are some technical issues with harvesting it for some people. Look, in the end you do the graft that works best for you, but the, the article that they, they, they say is that because they choose the hamster, they can get them back to play faster. Yeah. And that, to me, is preposterous, and I'm going to tell you why. The reason we don't get people back to play routinely in four months is be, it's not necessarily the strength of the graft or the morbidity, the downside of how you take the graft, the the, the 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 side effects of taking it. We need to rehabilitate them to get them to a level that they won't tear their ACL again. That is difficult to do in four months' time, right? So in my opinion, it's less about the graft and it's more about the athlete's ability to rehabilitate to get rid of those four or five risk factors that led to the ACL tear in the first place. So people talk about accelerated rehab and things like that. If they can't demonstrate the ability to jump and land and cut and pivot and accelerate and decelerate without decompensating with their core and and so forth, they don't deserve to go back to sport because the risk can go up by 30 to 50 percent of a re-tear. So it's less about the graft choice you can't just rehab them faster because they did a hamstring. I think that's not accurate. So I think it's a misguided and unfortunate statement, in my opinion, based on what I know of the literature. And frankly, I've published probably 20, 30 papers in this area. And I this you know is your one stuff. thing I would say I know my stuff. Yes, okay, absolutely. And uh, and it's not just me. This is a team of people that you know we collaborate with that are very, very bright. So I'm not so sure I agree with the article.
0: Fair enough. We got to take a break when we come back. We've got a real interesting guest coming on, Spencer O'Brien a female professional snowboarder from Canada who uh, is suffering from rheumatoid arthritis and severe anemia. Wow, we're going to talk about how an Olympic athlete deals with a condition like that. Stay with us, Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole. You won't want to miss the next segment. It's Sports Medicine Weekly, only on 670 The Score.